Hi friends, welcome to Updates You Didn't Ask For, a weekly topical podcast by me, your host, Kristen Perman. It is Tuesday, May 28th, and I've just had dinner. It's about 5.20 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and yes, I said I've had dinner. I was finished with dinner by 5 p.m. today, which is so great. Um, We do... We do our own version. We do our own version of intermittent fasting around here. Um, and when I say my own version, a lot of people have very different ways of doing it. Sometimes they do one day where they eat limited calories, and the rest of the days they eat regular. Or people will fast anywhere from fourteen to sixteen hours. And then have a window of time where they eat and then don't eat anything after that. I, um, I, I, I probably don't eat anything from that 12 to 14. I mean, from that 14 to 16 hour frame window. What am I saying? Uh, Whatever. I'm a little loopy. I just got tattooed and that always gives you like some weird, um, spacey head. That's wonderful. But that is where my head's at right now. Um, so I definitely don't have anything for 12 hours, nothing, but then, um, I will put creamer in my coffee, but I'm probably not actually eating a meal for 14 hours, but you, you're supposed to consider the creamer. So I put the creamer in, but I have noticed by cutting off the time of day that I eat and stop eating one, I'm aware of that I was a stress eater or that I am a stress eater and that I eat to soothe myself. Um, there's a lot of noises happening today because I'm in my car once again. I can't seem to quit my car. Um, so yeah, there is, um, I've noticed a lot of benefits. I sleep better. My stomach doesn't hurt in the middle of the night. I'm not waking up with pains. Um, I'm less bloated. I feel like everything's a little tighter, like a little bit more tucked in, if that even makes sense. Um, and I, I mean, mostly the belly bloat that has just really been reduced. So that, uh, that is why I have finished dinner so early having a little bit of cup of tea, but I promise you, I will not make any gross drinking noises on this episode. And as you can see, I'm lightening up this week after last week and, um, I mean, I'm really lightening up. I'm going to go superficial with uh, things in my life, uh, things that I like and things that I don't. I guess that's what we're going to call this one. Things I like and things I don't. It's going to be, I don't know. If you you like it, great. And if you don't, I'm sorry. I'll just start with that. How's that? So I'm going to start. I think I mentioned last week that I've started wearing glasses when I was in my 50s. So... This is true. And I, it's been a slippery slope. I'm 54. I cannot see without glasses now. And, and I could, you know, four years ago, I, I like glasses. No, I don't. I like being able to see, but even with the lightest metal frames, even with the lightest glasses out there, I just don't like having something resting on my face. By the end of the day, I feel It's not heavy, but it's just, there's something on your face, you know, or on my face and I don't like it. So I try not to wear glasses 
especially in the summer because I'm um, Sicilian and my skin loves the sun. So I get my very own white little nerd band um, in between my eyes when I'm not wearing glasses. And I just, I don't like that. My nose seems to stick out more because it gets more sun. It's almost like uh, the glasses, um, because my glasses are so thick, you know, they're, they're blended lenses. Maybe it's reflecting light and going onto my nose. I don't know. That's, that's probably totally stupid. However, I really like um, being able to wear contacts now. So for the first three years of wearing glasses, my, um, my stigmatism and my, my, the vision correction wasn't strong enough to where they could use, where they could prescribe contacts. So I wore glasses and I've been wearing contacts for about, I guess, no, I've worn them for a year now. Um, I've struggled with them. The monthlies were not easy for me. I made a lot of rookie mistakes lost them, whatever. And and I will tell you that they're supposed to last for a month in one, excuse me, in one year of using contacts, those goddamn, I, I, I'd say I probably had one pair out of 12 that actually lasted a month. They seem to go, they seem to get nasty in my eye and by nasty, that's a real, excuse me, it's a big exaggeration, but they just start feeling crisp. If that's, that's the best way I can describe it. Like the edges feel like they have little tiny cracks in them. And I doubt that they do, but they feel just crisp. They never, they never feel as good as they do on that very first day that you open the pack, the brand new pack. So I've had them for a year. And especially when I travel every fucking time, like I don't care how flat I try to keep the little container or whatever it is, I always arrive and my freaking contacts are dried out. So finally went and got fitted for dailies and they're amazing. They are amazing. But I, uh, because I have astigmatism, my doctor, my eye doctor corrects my eye, my vision, my left, my left eye is for distance and my right eye is for, uh, reading. So I have to mark on the boxes, left eye, right eye, because I'll never know. I'm not, I can't remember my freaking prescription. I can't be required to remember that every time I open a new box. So there's an L and an R on each of the boxes, even though they're brand new, even though it's a six month supply, I can't return them because I've written on the box. So fuck it. I'm just going to treat them like, um, weeklies, two weeklies, however long they last. I'm not going to fret anymore about this shit. The minute they start feeling crispy and crackly, gone. But wouldn't you know, this pair that I opened, since I have the whole new dailies, this this pair of monthlies have been really great. And, you know, I'm not complaining because it just saves me money on the dailies, but I'm not doing monthlies anymore. Um, God, this is so boring. Is this the most boring podcast you've ever listened to? I don't know. It could be. All right. So let's go into things. I don't know. What things? Okay. Let's go with the natural deodorant. I tried, I decided I was going to go natural deodorant about eight months ago. Once, once menopause had passed and once I'd stopped smelling like an old goat, um, I thought, you know, let's try, you know, and I also had mentioned to y'all that, um, once I started waxing my underarms instead of shaving, that that really made a difference on how I smelled. So I'm thinking, let's try some natural deodorant. 
and I was at the shop one day and um, I'm going to hold this phone away. Hold on for one second. I'm going to take a drink and hopefully you don't hear it. Oh my God. I know you heard that. Gross. I'm so sorry. Um, I said I wasn't going to do it and I did it, but my mouth was so dry and I didn't want to give you my cheesy music. So what was I saying to you? I was talking to you about natural deodorant. So I found this one and it smelled, it was called Earl Grey and it didn't smell like a cup of tea, but it just really smelled nice. There was a little bit of bergamot. There was a little bit of um, tea smell. I loved it, but it had baking soda and I didn't realize that some people have a reaction to baking soda. I'm one of those people. So I had like this red welty rash in my armpits and had to give that one up. Then the next one I tried, um, I am so side note, I'm really subjected. I'm, I'm the perfect person to, to advertise to, because I really, I, I buy shit from, from advertising. I wish I didn't, but I, I like those like infomercials. I mean, I've never bought anything from an infomercial, thank God, but boy, have I been tempted. I really liked, um, about five years ago, 10 years ago, they had this snake set to snake your drains and you had like all the different sizes of snakes. That was a cool one. I digress. I, so they were advertising this one natural deodorant called Loom, L-U-M-E. It comes in a tube. I was used to applying, no, I wasn't used to applying um, deodorant in a paste, but I thought, why not? And supposedly you can put it everywhere. You can put it in your private parts. You can put it on your feet. A gynecologist um, developed it. And you supposedly cannot use, you can go for 72 hours without using it. So I was using it and it was fine. And then I'm like, ew, I think that's weird. Why would you? I don't think that that's healthy. Whatever. I decided I was going to try something new. So then with the second Instagram advertising that I was subjected to, subjected that's the wrong word that I fell prey to you've seen that little cute tube called my Myro or whatever I tried that one that one smelled really nice it has a subscription process process I don't even know a subscription plan it smells good I liked it I don't know what the fuck is in there that was giving me a rash but it was the same similar rash this rash happened a lot faster this was that was within five days of using the My Myro, um, whereas the first one that was from a home, it was like a homemade, it wasn't really homemade because it was a, a tiny local store that was making them a local store here in Los Angeles. But that one took about two months for me to have a reaction to. And this one was really fast. Luckily I hadn't thrown out, uh, my tubes of, of loom deodorant. And I went back to that and actually that shit's really good. Um, I wouldn't say 72 hours you can go without wearing it, but I definitely, like today, I forgot to put on deodorant, and um, I walked a lot today, and I don't smell. Like, I don't smell, so that's really good. That part is really good. The only thing that's, um, that this one is a little bit, I don't know, you know, with the with the natural deodorants, um, they don't have antiperspirants. You have to get used to sweating. You have to be okay with having like wet pits, um, which was hard to get used to at first, but now I don't care because as long as I don't smell, I'm good with it. Um, I feel like with the loom of all three of the natural deodorants, 
I, I seem to have the wettest pits of all of them, but I've gotten used to it again, like I told you, and I don't really care. It's just not great if I wanted to wear a white t-shirt. So I probably will not wear white short sleeve t-shirts in the summer. And if I do wear white tank tops, they're all going to be under $20 because they'll be nasty by the end of the summer. Um, so I would, I would recommend this loom and it comes and it, because it comes in a tube that's like toothpaste, one, it will last forever. The, the lavender smell, I like the lavender scented one better than the unscented. I got both of them. Um, I feel like I like the consistency of the lavender more than the other one. It, it, it's probably exactly the same. Um, I don't know, but it doesn't really smell like lavender. It's not overpowering fragrance um, because I'm also very sensitive to that. So loom, I like it a lot. I would highly recommend that. Excuse me. God, I'm just so gross tonight. I really apologize. There's no, there's no natural or unnatural thing for me being gross tonight. I'm really apologizing. So the next thing I'm going to tell you about is that I sort of buy in bulk. Like I don't buy in bulk like those people that are like coupon shopper people. But you know, if I find a t-shirt that I like, I'm going to buy like three of them because the minute you go back and try to get the same t-shirt, they're gone. And if something fits nicely, I just do that. And I especially have started doing that with, um, smalls, pants, underwear, that P word that I hate panties. I've had a hard time. I like a full bum pair of briefs, but I don't want ones that go up to my fucking navel. I want them to be cute, a little sporty, you know, around the hips. I don't want fucking bows or lace or anything. And I'm here to, and I also, if I'm buying a full bum pair of underwear, that fucking pair of underwear needs to stay in place. It's not going to ride. I don't want any like cute little like Brazilian cut. I want it to stay down and in place. And you know, that's the appeal of granny panties sometimes because those good, sensible cotton briefs, they stay in place. But I can't wear those because I feel really, I, I don't feel cute in those. And I, and I like to feel cute in my underwear. It's, let's just face it. So I finally found a pair from Gap and I can't even tell you which style it is, but I buy it every time there's a sale, a, a Gap, and there seems to be a sale all the time. I just buy a few pairs because, um, styles change all the time and next season they won't make this underwear this way or they'll make it in a different way and, and I'll be mad because it's not easy to find underwear that stays in place. Um, I don't have the roundest booty anymore, but it's round enough to wear underwear travels. And if I wanted to wear a thong, I'd wear a goddamn thong, which I don't like anymore at all. Those are not, those are not for me. I liked them when I was younger and I don't know what changed, but no, no. So I buy underwear in bulk. I also buy the, um, the modern cami, um, from the gap. Because sometimes I don't like to wear a bra, but I don't want my my boobs to flop all over the place. So I like to wear those under t um under sweaters. Also, because clothing is bothers me sometimes, especially like the stitching on jeans or whatever. I have to tuck my um I like to tuck in a tank top if I'm wearing it underneath a uh, blouse. So I like those those and I, I also stock up on those when they're sale at Gap because I don't want to pay full price for either of those items. They they charge too much. 
So now let's go, let's talk a little bit about skin and body lotion and all that shit because I told you that I have to put the lotion on. I was loving, I had this great Hugo Naturals Shea Butter Lotion that I loved. No fragrance. I'm really sensitive to fragrance even though I love me some perfume. Um, I loved this lotion and of course they've discontinued it. So I think, I don't even know. I haven't found a lotion that I like yet. I use um, Nivea soft or something like that for travel but there's a weird there's a fragrance to it that I don't completely like I can I can deal with it when I'm traveling but I don't want it every day of my life so the lotion part I have to figure that one out that's a that's something that's changed um and as far as my skin goes I am I use the line Paula's Choice it's natural doesn't cause breakouts. They have a wide range of um, skin types and skin issues that they deal with. And I seem to have the best luck with, with those um, products. Um, and I don't use any natural makeup at all. So there's that. Um, I like NARS. I like Smashbox. I like CoverGirl mascara. I have the best mascara. I'll tell you about it another time. But it makes my lashes look long, even um, even if I don't curl them. So that's good. I like I like a highlighter palette. Um, right now, I'm liking the ones from NYX, but I also have one from I don't even know. I buy a lot of them. And then if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I've just found that I love me some um, some light blue eyeshadow. It looks good with my with my dark eyes and it's actually looking good with my dark hair that's coming back. I didn't know my hair was this dark and then all the gray, of course. So there's that. I use, um, I don't have to use fancy shampoo for hair coloring anymore. So I use whatever's in the fucking shower and it's kind of nice using cheap shampoo right now because I used to have to use all this color treated, no, no, this and that, um, shampoo. So I'm just, I'm just going a little rogue there. I like Kiehl's olive oil conditioner. Also comes in a small tube. That's nice. Um, and perfume. I have two. I have one fragrance that I've worn. I think I've worn it for for almost 20 years now. Um, the brand is called Lardisan. And it's um, the fragrance is called Passage d'Enfer. And it means gates of hell. And it's sold out all the time because some for some reason it's some fucking cult classic in, in Asia where they think that it is a love potion, which I think is actually really funny because it's called gates of hell. But it smells delicious on me. That's going to sound weird, but I just think it smells really good on me. It's been the one thing that I've worn for the past 20 years. I have to mail order it now because it... Um, they don't even sell it in, well, they do, they sell it in sacks, but they never have it in sacks. So I just get it directly from the company. And then the other fragrance that I've added in the past two years is by La Labo and it's called Bergamot 22. And Bergamot's I'm one of my favorite fragrances, just smells. Um, I love the citrus. I love, I love all citruses, but Bergamot really is my thing. But and nobody told me this until I actually started studying essential oils. I was spraying that shit all over me. I've always worn perfume on my neck all over. Bergamot and all citrus is photosensitive, which means 
that the sun will react to it and you can get melasma, that brown spotting. So I've got really nice brown modeling on my neck, which is not cute. And I know ne- I've never had it before and I've been out in the sun and, um, I, the only thing I can attribute it to is me wearing, um, this Bergamot 22. I still wear it. I just spray it on my body where the sun don't shine, which is so silly, but it really makes me happy being able to say that. Um, I like Zara a lot for my clothing. Their jeans fit me really, really good. Um, what else? I like Uniqlo a lot. I like Uniqlo sweats. I like Uniqlo for outerwear. I also like Everlane for outerwear. It's so not PC, but I love a good fry boot. I also love a good Ugg boot. That's also, not only is it not PC, it's not fashionable. And for the most unfashionable part of me, I love Crocs. So there you go. Um, I also love, uh, so love being barefoot. So I, which I am a lot and my feet are not cute. They look like Fred Flintstone flat slabs, but it is what it is, which sends me over to my tattoos. I told you that I got tattooed today and I literally got the words. It is what it is tattooed on my, my left wrist. Um, I had it in my daughter's writing and it's, I have, I have 30 tattoos, you guys, and this is my favorite. It is just, oh, it's exquisite. And um, I got a tiny little dark horse, a little black horse, a horse all colored in. Um, If you know album covers, it's the silhouette of the horse from the Deftones album. Um, On that album, it's empty, and this one's colored in because... I am the dark horse. So this is my longest ever recording. It's probably the most shallow, which is probably why I was able to talk and talk and talk and talk some more. Oh, and I really like lipstick. I'm a NARS fan. NARS works for me because it's not too matte and it's not too shiny and it doesn't bleed. So those are my things. I will talk about my tattoos in another date because they all have meaning and, um, that's it this week, you guys. I hope you're good. I always, always appreciate you coming and listening. Email me, leave a voicemail, DM me on Instagram, um, reach out. I'd love to hear from you. And with that, I say goodbye.